Rugby League The Musicals 2023 National Tour of Queensland is coming to Canberra. It's an outrageous night of comedy, music and parody songs of footy. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. Great show. It's fantastic. It's a sensational show. Dennis Carnahan has written a new song about the villains, controversy and pantomime of Rugby League every week for the last three seasons. With a few special Rugby League guests, he'll bring them all to life in this brand new cabaret, along with some revived and revised crowd favourites. Auckland. That's it, Queensland. There are songs. Sing along. Feelings. Love your pants off. And plenty of head tape. <laughs> it's hilarious. He's an actual genius. Rugby League, the musical at the Street Theatre Camera, Thursday, July 13. Book now at rltm.com.au or Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet coming to you from the filthiest, and I mean the filthiest store in buried somewhere in the bowels of Sydney. It's disgusting. I mean, you buried the rats. You buried the rats. The rats moved out. Yeah. The location of which we will never reveal, will we, Blake? No. And brought to you with the extremely dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Camp Raiders' number one fan forum on the internet. Get online and get engaging. And, of course, the great people at Landspeed Records and the good people at Audio Technica, whose equipment we use to bring you this absolutely outstanding podcast. Isn't that right, Blarco? Yeah. And we are so privileged to be once more joined by all the way from the West Coast of the United States of America, our special guest star, Matthew Heather Locklear, Hollywood Lenevers. Matthew. Ladies and gentlemen, it's good to be here. I'm further west than the Western Reds, further north than the Northern Eagles, and further south than the Allied Rams. But what a win. What a wonderful win. We stuck it at the Alliance slash Sydney Roosters slash New South Wales State Government slash somebody else's stadium. South Sydney. Uh, More park. Home of the Rabbitohs. The fact that the fact that the Roosters claim that it's taxpayer money is insane. But that's Roosters uh, entitlement right there for you. It is. Yeah, it's, it's the Nick Politis Politis. But um, on a week of the uh, ACT government's tax uh, breaks that didn't come our way, I'm super excited to um, be joining us. Where we're we're one win out of first place, even though our points differential would probably make us eighth. But we are one win away, and uh, what a win! It's always good beating the Chooks. It's always good beating the Chooks. Yeah, I, I would. It's fantastic. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I would. I'm very curious the way we're going. I do not see us, barring major miracles in our season, a massive change. Us getting uh, positive points differential by no. the end of the season, no. and I'd be interested to see how many times sides have actually made the finals with a negative point. Oh well, teams would have made. Teams have made eight plenty of times. As as Danny Stewart said, the big test is can we make the top four with a negative points differential? Because I'm sure that's never happened. But there's plenty of times but it's teams stunning. have stumbled into eight on a negative. I'm, I think the Raiders probably have. But, I, but I've done times. that ladder predictor now numerous times this week. Yeah. I've, and I've given us a couple of results, and then I've taken away a few of those results. Mm-hmm. We're making the eight. Oh, there's no question we're making the eight. I'm still, I'm still cling hope to top four. I mean, yeah. if you look at the makeup of the eight and the teams that are in it now mm-hmm. – only real team that's probably a chance that's outside the eight that I think is 
you know, finishing with a bit of a wet sail and a chance to make it is the Cowboys. Yeah, um, Cowboy, Parramatta I, are now in the eight. They'll stay in the eight. But there's not too many other teams, I think, outside of the eight. They're well, going to make it. I'm not ruling out the Roosters. I'm not ruling out the Cowboys. And I'm not ruling out the Titans. Won't rule out yeah, any I, of them. I think you could put a line through the Roosters. I think, I think the I think the Cowboys will make it. Um, and then I think it comes down to the Titans and and a few teams. But so I if mean, if the Cowboys do make it, who's dropping out? Rabbitohs out the back door. Nah, Paris, Paris come good. Look, there, there's Paris no chance good. that the Rabbitohs are missing. I know they're sitting where they are at the moment. There's no chance they're missing. I don't think there's any chance the Warriors are missing. The, uh, there's very little chance Melbourne's missing. There's no chance Brisbane or Penrith are missing. So the only only teams that I possibly see could drop out are the Raiders, are the Raiders <laughs> and Sharks, <laughs> and possibly Parramatta, because things could still go the shape of the pair for them very quickly if they lost. The Sharks it. actually well, have a pretty uh, a cruisy draw like we do. Para play a few yeah. games. Games See, coming up, even though Josh well, Hodgson's out for about... the season, so that won't hurt them. Yeah, I know. And then leave my friend alone. You leave my friend alone. We just we just need every everyone who goes to a Parramatta game to hold a mirror up, and so Mimo can just catch a reflection and get slightly distracted. But no, man, it was a good, one of the be- one of the game. best New South Wales best players in the state of Origin. I hear we'll we'll cover that in he, another segment shortly. He positively was. There wasn't much to choose from, but there <laughs> he was. He was Danny. Ander. He had a crack. Danny he had a crack. Danny, sorry, Danny Stewart threatened me at halftime that if I wasn't reflecting him as the New South Wales best player, he's going to come and find me. And I believed him, and but I agreed with him as well. Anyway, we'll go on. You've got, we, we, you've got some merchandise, don't we? We do. We've got great merchandise. You can find it at rugbyleaguemerch.com. Uh, Raiders by 56 shirts. Mm. Still one of the best-selling shirts on the website consistently. It's a much better shirt than the Raiders by 2-6. to six. It's yeah. a much, much better shirt. Yeah, it's aspirational. That's what it is. And you I saw someone. Shirts. I saw a photo of someone they're wearing a Raiders by two to six Green Machine podcast shirt, and it wasn't T Mac. So I was convinced that I only sold one, but they must have sold at least two. Well, there you anyway, go. um, you can get your 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 Blake, your Pork, your Heather, yeah, etc. Shark, yeah, the, the other people, yeah. Danny, yeah. The, the names, the shirt, yeah, the names, the other people. The excuse me, the other people. <laughs> the other people. Have you already moved on? It's it's like. The other people. That's the next shirt we have to get made. Is the I, other people? I believe shirt. I'm the proud owner of the only Blake and the only pork shirts to be sold. No, no, Blake's Blake's. There's quite a few Blakes out there. There's quite a few Blakes out there. Blakes and, out there. And for those in there, if you can touch with us on Instagram or Twitter and just send us a photo of you and your Blake shirt, because obviously if you've got a Blake shirt, you are a rust on listen to this. We just want to see photos and know the actual numbers here. Blake's so can, son doesn't have an Instagram account, so, so he can't we can get in touch. So we can justify there's more he, than just myself who has one. Oh, he wants he wants to get on there, Matthew. He <laughs> wants buddy TikTok. He wants he wants keep uh, him off the gram, mate. Keep yeah. Him oh, he's gram. like, oh, Dad, can I get Snapchat? Uh, no. Anyway, no, um, no, and we've, we've got, also we, got beanies. Raiders by fifty six beanies still available. Um, we're getting getting lowish. We've still got a few, but they're getting lowish. And head over to landspeed.com.au while you're there. Also, while you're uh, listening to the show, whatever platform you're listening on, whether it's uh, Spotify or Apple Music or one of the other ones, um, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You'll get notified as soon as. The new episode comes out. Usually they come out on a late on a Wednesday or early on a Thursday morning. But, and you know, give us a good review or give us a bad review, but give us something because Blake lives for your adulation. He lives for it. Okay. Do you remember, um, do you remember our mate OJ, uh, OG Bleeding the Green? From, yeah. from <laughs> How could I forget? He bought a Raiders by 56 shirt, right? Well, and not only did that, I noticed the other day, he has um, changed his review. He, he gave us an extra star. Did he? He's bumped us up from three stars to four stars. Yeah, so he's, well, he's, we're winning him over. One more star to go. 
Look, that's what Ray's view with Blake yeah. and the Pork is all about. We're, we're not just here to get, you know, it's your, your praise. Game. We're here. We're here for the long game. And we want your views. We know. We heard you, OG, right? We're listening to you. And hopefully we've improved in some way. We probably haven't. But it wasn't because we didn't care. It's just because we're inept. Anyway, news time. Let's go to the news. The news. Brought to you us by... I think we should have a sting for the news, shouldn't we? Yeah. Some sort I, of piece I, of music. I had some... I tried some experiment with some crappy Yeah. Yeah. There we go, Matthew's got, and of course, brought to you by the good people down at Impact Comics. Yeah. So, the big news sort of come out of the game against the Roosters was um, Papa. Papa. Papa's done a hammy. He's an old man. He's he done is. a hammy. Uh, it didn't look. I thought at the time, I thought, oh, he's done a hammy, but it didn't look like a shocking, you know, Tommy Turbo fly to um, America hammy. Yeah, yeah. It looked like just an old man hammy strain. It does look and like an old man hammy. He's expected to lose, miss about two weeks. Yeah. And so we've got two games to go, plus the bye. Let him have, give him three weeks off. Hopefully he should be right to return. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess hopefully Warriors. though, man. I remember earlier in the year when he had that calf strain and he, it wasn't just a few weeks. It yeah. Went, I don't know calves. Calves are, are trickier than hammies though. Calves know, are trickier than hammies. When you, when you start getting, you know, when we're talking about middles and mm. older middles mm. and end of season, these soft tissue, lower leg injuries, they can, they can linger and it, it I'm not saying it's a big deal. I'm just saying it's concerning. Now, oh, the great very... thing is the form of Emre Gula and Pasami Solo. So they you know, and we've got Adder stepping up, but it's it's it is a concern. Obviously, and we've we got Nick Kotrick on the bench. You know, and he can always come through and yeah, just, beach, <laughs> just the, the beach body, Un- beach unleash body. the crab. <laughs> anyway, he's got uh, a new nickname. Oh man, I feel sorry for him. But um, it's been coming. No, it's been coming. Kotrick the crab. It's been coming. It's been mentioned. It's 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 unveiled. It's officially launching tonight. You were the one that started it. I'm very very. Crabby needed a t-shirt. I wasn't referring to him as the crab. <laughs> I, I am very uneasy with us. You know, deriding our players in such a way. I am. Anyway, well, do better. There's a, there's, a, there's a simple there's a simple solution. Run straight. There's a simple. <laughs> even is is one cameo run at the at the end of the game. It was still six meters crossfield for two meters forward. Mm. Yeah, it anyway, a good run. Anyway, but... so um hopefully Papa will be back. Um, but yeah, speaking of Nick Kotrick, I mean he returned, I think, a bit early from a hammy mm. earlier this season and did it again. So yeah, you don't want to come back too early. It, if he needs to miss the game against the Warriors as well, maybe he needs to miss that one as well. We'll wait and see. Um couple of things on the on the signing front. We've been a lot of conversation recently, recent yes. episodes, recent talk. Who are we signing? Names tossed up. Ben Hunt, we can definitely draw a line through him there's definitely a line through benny hunt there's no um, question about that if he hates the weather in wollongong and wants to move back to queensland he's not coming to canberra is he no to play nine no to win a comp look look there are people who find the humidity on the coast a little bit too much right and and canberra for all it's uh for all it's you know downsides it, it is dry dry cold dry cold it's also very windy at wollongong yeah it is very very windy very windy yeah very yeah. windy i was in jindabyne on sunday man that was windy yeah that was horrifically windy. Yeah. Um, the other person that's off the market, another name that mm-hmm. we've sort of casually linked to, Luke Brooks. Yeah. Going to Manly. Yeah. Four didn't years. Shock me. Yeah, didn't see that one coming. Four seasons. And but they're he keeping Schuster great. as well. Well, apparently. I know. They, they signed Schuster to a big contract. They did resign him I mean, for three more years. Did they? They? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. they were just talking it up. They've resigned But not him. to play six. How funny is it that Schuster plays one good game at six this year mm. and it has I to know. be against us? Yeah, what I... is it about us and and it's just the curse. It is. It's the curse. It's the curse. If you're out of form, the way to play yourself back into form is come down and see the Raiders. I mean, Kalen Ponga, he can't wait for the Knights to Brad come up against us again because the form will just magically reappear. What other news have you got for us? So on the signing front, 
I had a look. Um, I watched a bit more Super League over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Have a look at a couple of names linked to us. Yep. Lachlan Lamb. Mm-hmm. He's doing very well mm-hmm. in, in the Super League. I know people will say, well, you know, Brady Croft was the man of stealing and Super League's not the same standard and everything else. But sometimes, you know, players get an opportunity and that they can they can rise. Um, he's got Lee, who are one of the the lower teams yep. in the Super League. They're coming fourth. Mm-hmm. They're right up the top. They've had some great victories um this season. I watched Lee play York, and there was an X Raider in that game, mm. Kai O'Donnell. Remember Kai O'Donnell? Oh, of course I do. Did he get sent off for a spear tackle? Yes, the other day? so in that game I was watching, he got sent off for the worst spear tackle I've seen since the 80s. Yeah, it right. was an okay. old school, like, actually, like, not just tipping him, like, per- vertical to the ground. He, like, embedded his head into the ground. Did, um, did we have that magnificent English commentator? Get him off! Get him off! <laughs> That's one of the highlight clips yeah. of all time. That yeah. is. He's, he's retired, that guy. But, um, yeah, he got six weeks for that one. He was sent off, but Lachlan Lamb's team, Lee, played pretty much the whole game because they had right at the start of the game with 12 men and they still managed to win. Did a good job. Another game, oh, another X-Raider was in that game too, I should mention. Adek Nganu. Oh, was the 5'8". Like... No, he's the 5'8". I loved Adda. He was the 5'8". I was a big fan of Adda. He was the 5'8 for York, right, yeah. on the losing team against Lachlan Lamb's Lee. He is, if you saw him now, he is massive. He looks like Olsen Filipina. That's all right. He, his thighs and everything else, he's huge. Right. Absolutely huge. But yeah, he didn't have a great game, but he was there six. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have a great game. I'm not suggesting we bring him back. He's not coming back to the club. Lachlan Lamb, though, I, I, I saw a lot to like about Lachlan Lamb. Mm. I saw a lot to like. Maybe a bit more of an organizing halfback in that he'd be similar to Fogarty. And then I watched another game. I wanted to see how, um, you know, my man Jack Wellsby was going. Mm. And um Hull FC took on Wigan. Mm. And oh no, sorry, not Wigan. Hull FC took on St. Helens. And um Hull FC absolutely smashed them, which I didn't see because St. Helens have been in great form mm. lately. And Hull FC smashed them on the back of an incredible performance from Jake Clifford. Yeah, right. Who's doing very well over there as well. And he potentially um could be another player because both he and Lachlan Lamb have only signed one year deals. You're shaking your head at me. I do not uh, like Jack Clifford. No, he's, he was pretty good. And and like, as less of an organizing half and more of a running, you know, running half, he's got plenty of size. Mm. Anyway, it's an option. We've got to sign someone, you know. I want Who Wellsby. knows? It's... You've sold me all in on Wellsby. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not giving up on that, Drew. Neither Lock and Lamb or Jake Clifford are going to cost a million dollars. You know, they've probably come it's back to cost a million dollars. Sometimes you see, it's like when you're buying a house. You're not trying to buy a bargain. You're buying a house. No, I'm saying you could sign one of these guys in addition to your marquee man. I'm not saying these either. These guys would be the marquee man, right? But they could be. I, I, I think we need a fullback. I think we need a. Well, here's the thing about Wellsby. He can do them both. Yeah, I know. But I'd play him. I'd the, play him the, the criticism I hear about Wellsby is he hasn't decided which one he wants to be. Yeah, that actually suits us. Well, and the criticism about the other two players is that they're they're more halfbacks. You know, we're we the halfback we've got at the moment is doing so fantastic. Yeah, you know, yeah. growing in every yeah, yeah. game that it's that's right. Though. But that's why I was looking at um, some stuff. I kind of saw Clifford more playing that running role. Yeah, you know, he's. If, I like Jake Clifford his, when he was there. Yeah, he was, he was always, a decent player. If you have a look at his highlights over there this season, he's he's set up and scored a lot of tries um, through his running, more so than just ball playing. Another bit of news. We may have lost a semi, mm. but we've signed a semi. <laughs> so you're going to have to have a semi instead of a semi now, man. A semi for semi. For semi, semi, semi like a simulated semi. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but we've signed uh, Simi Sasagi for next year. Uh, he's from the the Knights. He's a 22-year-old um, Kiwi lad. He's uh, center or 5'8". He was playing center for the Knights in New South Wales Cup. Uh, the club has said he's not been signed as a Whiten replacement, so they've 
still looking for a six, but they see him more as a playing a utility role. Mm. There was a chance that he could join the club this year, but uh, the Knights said that they would release him in exchange for one of um, the following Raiders players, mm-hmm. Tommy Starling, mm. Danny Levi, mm. or um, Trey Mooney. And the Raiders said no. But really? obviously, um, so... <laughs> that is very surprising. The chances of us releasing Trey Mooney, I would well, say... Well, Trey Mooney, I wouldn't release in a million years, but I'd almost be willing to release one of Wolf Starling or Levi, I've got to say. Um, because one of the things we discussed on the recruitment and retention episode, still out there, have a listen if you haven't checked out yet. Um, some listening, people. Is um, we've only got 30 spots and we're actually going to have to release some people in order to bring... Like, basically, the 30 spots are taken, mm. as is by players that have already been earmarked to move up. Mm. Like Ethan Strange and 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 Morcos and presumably Hope Peru. Mm. And then it's hard, like, if, 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 if you're not resigned, league, yeah. sorry, man. I mean, without really getting into depth of this conversation, but it's, if you look across the league, hooker might be one of the hardest positions to fill. Hooker and halfback, I guess. And mm. you know, we've got four hookers in the top thirty at the moment that are all um, adequate. You know, all, yeah, well, not just adequate, but all show a lot of potential for maybe being you know like long time first grade hookers and. I mean, I, I've been critical of Zach Wolford and a fan of Danny Levi, but I thought Zach Wolford was fantastic on the weekend. I thought what about the hits? Game. What about some of the best game I've seen him play? He was fantastic. Yeah, he was really, really and good. And he, he, he just so reminds good. you that, um, you know, of the fact that Ricky Ponting got dropped three times before he really embedded himself in that side. And maybe Zach's just come back stronger from each dropping. He really has. Like, he's really looking well, he'd good. Well, he'd never even made it to first grade till he came, till last year. Mate, the game yeah, of the never weekend, even got that far. His passing was fantastic. His, his defense his was good. His defense, running was good. His his contact and defense. The fact he he him and Joey Tarpany really tied up the middle and gave Tedesco no space mm. back inside the ruck, which has often been a problem for us. Yep. And then he played big minutes because we lost Papa. I don't think Wolfer went off until like the 60th mm. minute or something. So it was yeah. an incredible game by he him. He was and really good. He should be really proud, and I'm sure he is, and his dad's really proud too because mm. it's the best game I've seen him play for the Raiders. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, also, Simi Saggy. Uh, is another player that we've signed that I haven't heard of prior to signing. I've heard of him. I've seen him play, I think. Oh, yeah, he has played first grade. Yeah, he has played first For grade. For the Knights? Yeah. Almost positive. Yeah, no, he played. He didn't play. I think he played a couple of games in 2021. Look, leading into this, and you're talking about the top 30, Croak has come out and said basically he'll play on for peanuts next year. Yeah. But he still has to, even if he's playing for peanuts, he still has to take up a th- top 30 spot. I know. And and that's that's one. But he also standing. said that, um, look, he'll take whatever role the club offers him, whether it's an off-field role, on-field role. I think the club's made it very, very clear that Jared's got to make the call himself. I think they've made it clear he's got to make the call himself. And that that's what he has to know. So he's talking now about money, but I think you've hit the nail on the head with there's 30 spots. Yeah, that's There's 30 spots. And the only thing that can change in that is the NRL comes and basically says one club player over 300 games you're exempt for, you know, like you can Or he could there. still play in New South Wales because he said he just wants to keep on playing football. He could still play in New South Wales Cup. But and be outside around ten, outside of the outside of the top thirty, you know. So that's another. I don't think. Go, I guess. Yeah, I don't think they'd let, they'd they'd keep him outside of the top thirty, especially the way that he played on the weekend. Yeah, the best oh, game he played that was his best game since he came back. Standing up, Joe. Absolutely. Yeah, that was the best game since pretty, he came back. Pretty special, wasn't it? Um, that was very good. But um, we should uh, probably talk about the Roosters match. Mm. We should probably talk about that now. 
I was suggesting, and I, I'm going to get on to uh, Jason Matthew in, in the membership area and basically saying that next year, the item that fans should be given, especially fans of long-term nature for the club, instead of, you know, like the the little um, uh, UA... Ask Clam Beanie? No, not an Ask Clam We should all be getting a little... Raiders by 56 Beanie? A defibrillator. Every <laughs> supporter should get a defibrillator pack for the ground and at home because... My goodness gracious me, how does your heartbeat go in the last 10 minutes when you think, oh, my God, we're going to get beaten and you hang on, you know? And, and I just pretty much resign myself to the fact that, you know, when the Roosters scored that try yeah. um, just before halftime, I went, okay, this, we're going to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was pretty much just telling myself that we were going to lose. No, no, I hadn't told myself that until Marnie scored the one just after halftime, which was a great jump, by, by the by. The bye. It was a really good bump, a jump for that try. That's the point where I started saying, oh, maybe resign. But I lived in hope, right? So my heart's still going at 180 beats per minute. Um, so I'm thinking membership packs, defibrillators. But isn't that if your heart stops? Yeah. Well, it's to get the, the rhythm back. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. To actually... So it starts beating really fast, then yeah, it stops. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It goes uneven. Yeah. It's to get your, get your rhythm back going. And I think right. that's that's a very appropriate thing. You, know, you can have it out in lime green colours. But I think everyone would be a fan of that. Um, but the membership costs might go up a little bit. Yeah, they're not cheap, those things, man. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's saving a few lives here and there because a few people must have expired in that. Maybe it can be maybe it can be something you can opt in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can opt in. You can get one. We'll yeah. get you one, Tim. We'll I, get I, you I one. certainly need one. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I'm getting on a bit now. Mm-hmm. Old in the tooth. Long in the tooth. One way or another. But look, I was pretty happy with the match, and especially once Papa went off, and he went off in the 10 minute mark, 11 minute mark. Yeah. The, the side hung on pretty well and did pretty well through the middle. They didn't, and, and what Matt was saying before was right. The, I think the it was. in behind the ruck where we've been getting creamed. When we've been getting creamed, it's that spot in behind the ruck where we've actually been ripped apart. I think we were lucky though. When Papa went off, I think it, straight away, why do we have Nick Cottridge on the bench? You know, I can see what's, that tweet what's, from what's, you immediately. What's the yeah. plan? Um, and I think we were. We very much benefited from the fact that the Roosters had lost a couple of forwards as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah. If that hadn't happened, I think we could have been found out more through fresh forwards rampaging through the middle. You know, I, I think it was. I think it was. You know, obviously, I think it's a mistake having Nick Cottridge on the bench there. No, you've made that fairly clear. Yeah. I think you've made that fairly. I, clear. I mean, I agree. I also think a few other players probably make it pretty personal when it comes against the Roosters. You know, yeah. considering what happened in that grand final and. The aggression and the amount of intent that Tarpany had throughout that game was pretty intense. It was. I watched the game again today, and and his second efforts in the second half were phenomenal. You know, and yeah, it's going to be hard to pick a man of the match. You know, it it could come down to probably one of four or five players, but yeah, taps. I don't know who taps I've got? So who? taps is one of those ones. He's so good consistently now. Mm. You almost just expect him to to have incredible games. Almost goes a bit unnoticed. Yeah. Yeah, I find. Um, I thought Seb Chris was outstanding. He was outstanding. He was outstanding at the back. His, um, his, it's the try, the um, retrieving the the short dropout kick from yeah, Rafa. And if he doesn't his, get that, you know that we would have been probably would have lost that game. His intent in contact too, like the, the oh, way massive. that he takes, it's just it's an interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that you kind of yeah, it's kind of like. Has Ricky decided that he's going to play the role just completely differently with mm. having Seb Chris there? And it's the way he yeah, hits up the ball and then drives with his legs. Yep. You know, he's a big meters. unit. I mean, we've yeah. seen him up, you know, when we go out to the Reggies, you see yeah. him. He's a big unit. Uh, the other guy I want to really shout out, and I think had a huge game on the back of um, Papa going down, was uh, Albert Hopawade. Mm-hmm. He yes. ran for 250 meters, had something mm-hmm. like 25 carries. And like, 
he made as many meters as um, Seb Chris. But you got to think about Seb Chris sort of gets a head start on those kick returns where you get to make the Mate, first 10 I meters. I a couple of times too, took the first hit up or That's, off the catch. Yeah. And then he took the third hit up. I know. Yeah. And I was I was watching the game and I was like, oh my God, is, is that tough? And he had another run. And now it was Hopawati. He 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 he's growing into a real meter eater. You know, remember when we played the Roosters a couple of years ago and they just they rolled through us at, at Penrith and it was off the back of their their back three just taking the first, second, third carry yep, for right. like 30 minutes of each half. Yeah. Hopawati's starting to do that, you know, and, and yeah. Rapana obviously has that point of difference too, and he can do it as well. But the, between the three of them, they're 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 allowing Ricky to be able to play only two middles on the bench. Yeah. You know, because they're I, actually I, doing I, so much work. I still think that like this week we'll get to the team list, but it would be good to have uh, another middle on the bench. I agree, mate. Because Papa can play big minutes. Tarps can play big minutes. Yeah. Horse can play big minutes. We now got to have to make up those, you yeah. know, Papa's minutes through a couple of dudes. Yeah. Which well, is why then I'd have a whole lot on the bench for like, you know, maybe 10, 15. I'd have Trey Mooney now. Look, he but needs, he's, he's he, not necessarily fit. No, he needs a run in Reggie's this week. Yeah. No, no question. But once he's got his fitness back, we've watched the way he's played. He's been captaining the side. He's been leading by, he's ready. It, it's time. It, it, there's no, there's no downside. Yeah, they've just been cruel up. with injuries in yeah. reserve grade. So, you know, maybe he, he's not quite ready, but even if he's not ready, I'd, I'd, I'd rather have um, Peter Holler on, you know, on, as our 17th player rather than Nicky Kotrick. You know, yeah. I just don't think we're yeah. not getting anything out of it. But no, no, um, no. Um, but the man of the match, the $20 land speed voucher this week is going to go to Jamal Fogarty, yeah. who, you know, we say it every couple of weeks. Was that his best game in green? Gee, it was up there. It really was. It was up there. His kicking game mm. has gone to another level now. Like the once he put up a couple of those bombs, the Roosters wanted nothing to do with them. Yeah. You know, my the, goodness, the, that uh, that one they let bounce. Oh my God, it spiraled up. It came down like you'd imagine, uh, you know, a bomb from a Stuka in the World War II. It like screaming. Burton-esque. It was unbelievable. Well, the thing you notice is, and when you're watching on TV, like you see the ground, you see how big they are. Also on TV, when they actually disappear. Behind the stadium. Yeah. 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 Whereas Jack White's ones, they stay on on the the screen, whereas his were just disappearing. And it was just absolutely massive. Well, his ability to be able to put it on the try line, it's just... And it's a good, it's, it's a good tactic. Uh, yeah, even the placement of them, it's, it's a fantastic. good tactic. Yeah. Like his bombs are a good tactic. Not even just to try and score tries off. They're a good way to end sets now because you get so much height and distance on them mm. that the defensive line, you know, can be up there and you can really um, mm. cram them in. They I think that line. the one that um, Jack Whiten caught, you know how um, Tedesco. He didn't even really try and leap for that. Yeah. I no. think he thought that he was going to catch it and Jack Whiten was going to come in and smash him. Because as the ball's coming down, he's already doing that sort of a catching, yeah, falling to the ground motion. Away. Yeah. But I think, like, watching that game for both sides as well, you know, the, the bravery of um of of Jordan Rapner, like, what a tough position it is in rugby league. And people say the game's gone soft. To know that you, as soon as you catch a bomb, you're going to get someone is just coming in just to absolutely smash you. Yeah, you're getting hit by a car. Oh, terrific! It's really that's what it is for us. <laughs> yeah. That's what it would be for a normal human. It's like getting oh, hit look at by look car. at Rubber's head after you know he got yeah. hit against the Broncos. Yeah, but, but if, if we're playing if we're playing that style of football which we like to play, it's high percentage, kick to the corners, win through aggressive defence, and make them work it out. You know, it's very obvious um, tactics and simple rugby league. There's nothing wrong middles. with that though. I mean, like there's keep, nothing wrong with it at all. But that, that, now. Can you remember when we were lamenting like two or three years ago about and we had no fifth tackle option? 
Yeah. yeah. And we were winning sets and we were just, and to the point where Blake Austin was just going down with the ball. Mm. Now we're, now we're doing that because of the seven tackle set, but yeah, there was a time that we were too afraid to kick the ball because we just, we had no one that yeah. had the skill to do it. And yeah. now, and now it's so obvious when Jack has to kick the ball. Why? Because Jamal's just got an incredible kicking game, uh, whether it's a short kick or if it's a big kick. And it's, it's now allowing us to, to end sets well and to start defensive sets where we want to start and put pressure on. And look, we might not have the capability of a certain, certain sides to blow it out, but we also got nine offloads in that first half. Mm. And, and, you know, like, and, and some players are playing their best game in those positions each week, whether it's yeah. Chris, Zach Wolford, Jamal Fogarty. Yeah. Joey Taps is probably, that's probably his best game this year, you know, yeah. and, and defensively, is always good. And like we said, Croker, yeah. that was his best game since he's come back from. Yeah. Look, and I really... actually thought Fogarty and Whitehead defended pretty well together. Yeah. They'll have a big assignment yeah. um, up against David Fafita. They certainly will. This weekend. They will. Um, one thing when we're talking about Jack White, and I think we saw once again the best and worst of Jack White in that game. Mm-hmm. Like some of his running, some of his defense is brilliant, but he's just like his lack of, of, of game management, his lack of acumen around that. It just mm. like, you know, we've got two minutes to go in the first half. You just think we've just got to go in the halftime without letting the Roosters score. Mm. You know, because if, if they score right tackle. on, if they overscore, you know, and and the kick just on the fourth, whenever it was, that then just went out and gave them the ball back, just play a bit, slow it down, play a bit mm. smarter. But it just, you know, and then there was in the second half, there was a pass to um, Starling that wasn't on, that Starling dropped. And then yeah. he went for the, again, with only a couple of minutes to go. Let's just slow it down, take our time think about field position he attempts the sort of the high risk flick pass to to um albert hopawati again yeah he just he just he's just never he's not a million dollar player because million dollar player takes those right options don't have the brain explosions look set i agree and i i I go back to the warriors loss he was so determined to give toots a win yeah he grabbed the keys back out of hop uh, out of yeah and it really stilted us. So and redline the car. And yeah, just yeah. Drew... And, and, and all of a sudden, you know, we're sitting in the car park with the cops and we're saying we're waiting for a mate, you know, and, yeah. and, that, and that's what's happening. So in last week's match, we saw, although he did take the keys a few times, mostly Jamal had them, we had those back three, meaning that at worst we were kicking from the 40 in the yeah. match. And that was something we were beating the Roosters at. At the start, they had better field position, the first few yeah. sets. But after that, once after we got that, ascendancy, yeah, we maintained and, and we it. And maintained it. And then with the kicking game, it, it was actually better than theirs. And this is Kiri's kicking is good. You know, yeah, it, it's yeah. not a bad he had thing. An off night. He, he had did. An off night. I, I don't think he was. 100%. Speaking of off nights, Tedesco, I think, you know, in hindsight, did we dodge abort him, you know, reneging on, on that deal nine years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're joking. I know you're joking, but at the did same we dodge time. Abort, you know, he's, wouldn't have, if he was in the club right now, he'd be playing New South Wales cup. With Xavier Savage, there's no way he's getting fullback spot off Seb Chris on his own. Oh, yeah, ball. yeah. Look, look. There, there was a few things though in that match. While I was pretty much pleased with all of it, apart from you know a few moments which didn't go well, there were there were a few things in there that uh, annoyed me. In fact, you might say they ground my gears. And you know what grinds my gears, Blake? Elliot Whitehead's elbows. No, no, I like Elliot Whitehead's elbows. They were on the ground. Yeah, they were absolutely absolutely on the ground. (laughs) There was no question how that was deemed a strip. That was a tackle. That was like a strip and a penalty to us. I could not believe. And also while we're blowing off about stuff, um, I didn't think Hudson Young's pass was forward. Everyone seemed to say it was forward. I didn't. There were more forward passes I saw across the weekend. Um, 
I thought Nathan Brown's pass to Victor Adley just yeah, before um, Lindsay Collins scored a try was more forward than that one. Positive and no one said anything about that. I think they all bet. Oh, just people went off. Look, what 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 grinds my gears in, in that particular match was professional fouls. Now, the Raiders have been on the rough end of professional fouls many, many times when Jared Crocus had a stray hand on a person before they got the ball and got sin bin for it. And we've seen penalty tries awarded us against us on suspicion to like Stephen Crichton, exactly. Hudson so, Young's been sent to sin bin twice. Yeah. So we've had a situation. We put the ball up. It's been knocked on. I think it was by Tedesco. Come straight. Nah, the wing out that one. Yeah, that's right. It was. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, Pango, or whatever he's saying. Pango, oh, yeah. But no, it's come yeah, straight he's out, going right? straight to Hutto Young. And it's going yeah. straight to him, at which point the chance of him, you know, catching it and going over the line are. Really good. You've got to be running at 80% for a try on that one. And instead, coming across, the butcher boy catches it. Egan. Fully knowing that he's offside. Absolutely no questions asked deliberate offside. He goes in there and it's just a penalty. It is a professional foul as anything you will see. And yet no one considers it as a professional yeah, foul. A professional and therefore foul. you can play it. And it's and in a try scoring situation. It's a try scoring situation. There's no question that's a sin bin. And yet yeah. no one vaguely considers it or thinks of it whatsoever within that situation. Now, you send Butcher off at that point. Yeah, I know we go up to 18 nil in that thing, but we go up to 24 points to nil. And, you know, Raiders being Raiders and our second halves being what they are, we needed that. And, you know, it grinds my gears. That was at the beginning of the game. We took the two. Um, But that was definitely a professional foul. Vossi brought it up in the telecast. The other one that was a professional foul and no one's Brought it up except to say how good a tackle it was. Victor Radley was three meters offside. Yeah, but also even like, just before, like I, just before when we've made the break and they're all streaming back and they make the tackle, yeah. like that that should have been okay. You know, by the time you got to the Victor Radley one, well that should have been like Hudson Young against the West Tigers, where you go, well you've they, done this, you've done that, okay now someone there. can go. Yeah, that gets yes. back to the 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 point that we raised on this podcast a couple of years ago about like. How beneficial is a six again at a certain point in the time mm. of the game? You know, like yeah. when we played St. George or Lungong that time and Ben Hunt was doing the professional foul and yeah, they gave the six again, it was too late or whatever. But I I a six I again the when there's again. ten seconds to go in the match isn't exactly. really hot. There's nothing. So I watched the game again tonight and from that break when you did a Lenevez. Mm. I did a Lenevez. How many times? Break, Only twice. Only twice. Only twice. One of the famous <laughs> victories. Matt, slipping. <laughs> you are I slipping. I, when I watched it on the weekend, I did watch a lot of it back. I kept replaying it. But my point is, um, when Fogarty, well, we made that break, which was a great break with Seb Chris to Fogarty, and then he mm. got held back by Tupo. Every there was a there was a six again call, and then um, off the kick, Kiri knocks it down, and then he's offside off the scrum, and we take the two. So there's probably eight tackles mm. from that break. Every single. Uh, ruck every single tackle they're offside yeah they weren't yep. even close to yep. being on site it makes yep. me think that maybe the roosters are incredibly unfit this year because they looked shot but my point is that a Klein had no idea what was going on in that game and mm. terrible referee terrible we could have lost that we could have lost that game you know Tim's mate. Got... terrible referee facebook can you send, can you send him a poke on facebook no, Dash is a good bloke. Well, you do you know what a poke, a poke. is? Because remember, when Facebook first started. I didn't understand. I didn't have it. And people took out pokes. What was well, a poke? I didn't understand that either. I never responded <laughs> to a poke. Is that on Facebook or Grinder? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to tell us about Grinder, man. Um, oh, it's a great app. 
Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure it is, but I've neither gone on that or on um, the other one. Um, Twitter. Oh no, not Twitter. What's it called? <laughs> What's the bloody date? Bumble? Instagram. No, no, it's a dating one. Everyone's on it. Bumble. No. <laughs> God, I can't even think of the name of it. You There's swipe left ten... and right depending on who we're you all, like and who you don't. We're all old, mate. None of us. None of us are on those. I've never, I've never been, been on, one, on one of them. So I don't no, know. I've seen. I've seen. Anyway, I've, my point I've is, Ashley Klein doesn't seen. know what offside is, and they got away with everything. And Victor Ashley Klein is a terrible ref. He's a terrible rep. He's not biased. Roosters fans will will point to decisions that. No, we're he's not, not. He's not biased. He's just hopeless. He's, he's not biased. He's just hopeless. Um, on a on a scale of like when we judge the the extended bench to Hardwicks, we're going to start judging bad refereeing. Now we've had some Perino. feedback. To, Sorry, we're going to start judging the bad refereeing to Perino. We'll, we'll, we'll get Perino. to the feedback. We'll, get to well the, maybe an old. How many maybe, Henry? How many Henry pieces? He maybe maybe an older um reference that might be lost on you. Matthew, but I was thinking we could bring in the um the Barry Gomeser, the grasshopper, Barry, yeah. The Barry How many grasshoppers is he? Because when you're away, when you're away the other week, I mentioned um one game state of origin wonder Rex Wright. Oh yeah, Matt had no idea who I was talking about. You didn't know Rex Wright. I know the grasshopper though, because I also know yeah. that he used to drink in the Queensland. Oh, next, next you'll be saying uh, you don't know Phil Duke. You know Phil Duke though, right? I know Phil Duke. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Of course, just, I know Phil Duke. Just making sure he was he was the most biased referee. Well, if the younger listeners out there, he was a, a Queenslander, which they brought in to referee um, Queensland, and he was skinny with a long face and yeah. a big nose <laughs> and, and a handlebar mustache. He didn't. He it. didn't even pretend to be. He impartial. did not. And <laughs> it, it added to the theatre. But also, what I liked um, was at the time when a fight broke out, he said he wasn't there to referee boxing. He was there to referee football, and he'd still have mini games, sort of three on three, mm. as the other 10 blokes from either side were, were punching on. He'd still keep the game going. He wouldn't stop the game when there was a fight. He said, no, no, I'm here to referee. It'd be like, having, it'd be like having Alan Langer referee a game right now. Yeah. You see that video, that TikTok video, six more songs? Alan Langer? Yeah. I'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds good. I do like that. Um, but uh, Danny Stewart, he's got a few opinions. <clears throat> yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, brother of a uh, Canberra Raiders coach, Ricky Stewart. <clears throat> Well, I just want to start off uh, this week by uh, giving the uh, game's greatest thinker a uh, massive rap. <clears throat> um, if you had have given all Raiders fans six spot before the season after round 18, we all would have taken it with both hands. He's, uh, he's done a uh, miraculous job. He's done a sterling job with the uh, group we got. And it's a, uh, about time uh, Rick started to uh, get the plaudits he deserves. <clears throat> All you Muppets queuing up to bag him after that uh, Warriors game. Uh, the usual suspects uh, could all have a long hard look at yourselves and I uh, hope you learned something about Rick and about this footy club after the uh, uh, Roosters game the other night. It's what's under the uh, jersey that matters to these blokes. Uh, they got more heart than Farlap and uh, Rick deserves a, uh, a massive rap for mine. He's in uh, calculation for the uh, coach of the year. <clears throat> and uh, it shouldn't be undersold the uh, uh, amazing job he's done with us this year. Uh, he's a special man, and uh, he, uh, he continues to get results for the boys. <clears throat> now, in regards uh, to that game, uh, the win over the Roosters, uh, again, the, uh, we couldn't have asked for anything more. The boys followed the uh, uh, the game plan to the absolute letter. Uh, I'll say it before and I'll say it again. Uh, that's to get out to an early lead, uh, piece away in the second half before us stumbling over the line. Uh We've got it down to a fine art. No one in the uh, NRL does it better than us, and uh, we keep doing it and uh, grab another two points. <clears throat> I know in regards to the uh, 
Uh, the Titans game on Saturday. Uh, there'll be no pushovers. Uh, they're playing some good footy. Uh, they've got some uh, a pretty good pack there. Some Origin plays in there. So uh, uh, that'll be uh, tough to get the uh, two-point uh, uh, winning that one. <coughs> uh, but a quick look at the ladder. Uh, in the sixth spot, minus 69 for and against. Uh, we're still looking good to claim that uh, minor, minor premiership with a uh, negative four and against. <coughs> uh, win our last nine by uh, two or four points. Uh Maybe win 8 by 2, 1 by 4, and uh, get it up to minus 49 uh, with a minor premiership. Uh, that'll do nicely. And they uh, go into the semi-finals as the uh, raging hot premiership favourites. <coughs> so uh, go your green machine and uh, long live Rick. Wow, he knows what he's talking about. Well, sometimes, sometimes. I mean, it's monkeys and typewriters, really, isn't it? Monkeys yeah, and well, typewriters. Sticking up for his bro. I believe in it. Yeah, no, no, no. No one's going to stick up for for Ricky more than me. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think it's it's all good. It's all good. Look, um, but uh, there uh, are so many people this week to choose from for Ask Clown of the Week. And Ask Clown of the Week brought to you this week and every week, at least for the next few weeks, by Rugby League the Musical, mm-hmm. returning for twenty twenty three. Um and. Dennis will be performing his incredible one-man show. He will. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sing along. You will. All the hits are there and a, a few few new ones. I, my son asked if he'll be performing the um, Blake and the Pork theme. Well, the, Maybe that could be an encore, special request. I, I'm sure he can put that in. It's Thursday the 13th of July down at the Street Theatre. Are you go, coming? Or are you... Go and get your tickets. I am unable to come. I'm yeah, unable to Dennis, come. Dennis has noted that you're... I have talked message, to Dennis about scheduling his shows during school holidays i've talked to him about this previously and he's he's refused to acknowledge that and go forward is that in the school holidays yes second week yeah. school holidays I hope I'll, I hope I'll be there exactly. is that the day after is that the day after the second origin game uh, it is i believe so yeah because i've told my son that we'll go um yeah to the dead rubbery he's like dad can we go and i was like well, we're just gonna wait to see if tickets um yeah um if tickets get cheaper we're going to wait to see oh, if there's be, two they'll, point, they'll if be two tickets. But you know why he wanted to go? Why? He said, and this is speaking of Ask Clown of the Week, he wanted to go because he said he wanted to go and boo Reese Walsh. And I was like, don't you like Reese Walsh? And he's mm. like, a week ago I did. Now he hates right. him. Okay, so back back to Ask Clown of the Week. No, this. let's let's bang on about how much we hate Reese Walsh. Well, we're yeah, getting no, to... well and obviously he he's up there. He's up there. He's now, my Ask Clown of the Week. Who but... hasn't want to call Chris Butler the C word? Who hasn't want to do that? I mean, who hasn't? I think it's just a sign that, you know, the way he's been carrying on, he's mm. just getting too big for his boots. He's and... believing his own press. And you saw Carrigan come in there and year, grab right? him. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was the right thing to do. And that shows you. But if you watch that, I watched the extended highlights of that game um, today. Mm. He was into Butler the whole thing. But yeah. this whole, you know, he's also an ass clown too for this whole ridiculous extended um, drawn out judiciary process. Where oh, yeah. you just cop it. Just own up to the video shows. I, know, I, know, you, I don't know. Really it was, one, it was one of our contributors who tweeted, I think, today about how not only did he lie and lie and lie and lie, mm. he convinced one of his teammates to lie. He convinced one of his opponents to lie. Like yeah. it's well. It's a, so David Fafita sort of had a bit of a slip of the tongue, and yeah, he, I know. He said, he said, "Oh, I oh, said to the ref, oh, I mean, no, Paddy, not the smartest." It's, it's, bloke, it's David a bit, Fafita. yeah. It's a bit like when um, the Raiders got uh, Pompey. In to defend uh, oh, Hudson, Hudson Young, Young. and that it was it gave all his evidence and said, "Oh yeah, he definitely didn't know I guess we knew." Blah, blah blah. And then the the prosecutor said, "And so, do you believe what happens uh, on the field?" On the field. field. <laughs> he said, "Yep, definitely." And they went, "Okay, well, you've just sort of you know 
disqualified all your evidence. Yeah. So I think, yeah, they didn't, they weren't buying Pat Carrigan's story. They weren't buying um, David Fafita's story. No, well, <laughs> but, but my issue with that too in the arse planage, if he calls a dissent penalty for what was said there, believing it was aimed at him, that's not a dissent penalty. That's a send off. I know. Yeah, but, well, but I suppose it should have been binned. It should have been binned. It should have been binned. Or sent off. But but you have to, and this is where Gordon Tallis was trying to, because he's a Queensland, you know, parochial. He, he he, I to, saw him on NRL 362 Nights Row, and his, his point of view on the situation changed. Mm. Not just that, but he also, he, his point of view is completely based around the fact that he wants that kid to be playing State of Origin, where... Mm. Uh, the referee is entitled to be able to make a mistake when it comes to judging the leniency of the penalty. Like the fact that he decided it's a penalty doesn't mean that, and yet forgot to send the kid off, doesn't mean that he didn't think good. the kid made a mistake. Yeah. Exactly. Just, yeah. It's, yeah. Like the, the, it's like the judge not dishing out a, a greater you know, sentence for a guilty yeah. well, verdict. You can, where, well, you can appeal those anyway. Mm. And I just... I, the, He's a the turkey. He's yeah, a turkey. Yeah. Hopefully, he's hopefully... not the only. He's not the only turkey this week. There's a few no. more. Oh, no, 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 no. He's good. Okay, so next we have, of course, we're going to go back to the aftermath of uh, last state of origin. State of origin. I've got one. Okay, go back. So I thought Hudson Young had a very good game in state in state of origin too. I thought it was it was one of New South Wales' best. And I tweeted this, and then someone responded, "Yeah, and wait, wait and see." All the experts, inverted commas, experts are going to give him five out of ten. So I wonder what I wonder what they they will give him. So I did a Google search, State mm-hmm. of Origin player ratings. And mm-hmm. one of the first things I came across was some, not a, like a legitimate website. It's some sort of like fan fiction um, website, the raw, the raw.com day, raw mm-hmm. sports. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. saw in there that an expert mm-hmm. on that website mm-hmm. gave Hudson Young 5.5. Mm-hmm. The same expert gave Mitchell Moses 7.5. Well, I, I, right. well, I agree, Mitchell Moses. Name him, name him Blake. Oh, I name agree him. Well, Mitchell Moses. Name him Blake. Name Mitchell him. Mitchell Moses um, had does a crack. With, does it rhyme with Ban? <laughs> the dork? Ban? <laughs> was, it, was it Tim? Was it Tim? Was Tim Gore, the expert Tim, on the put board, your face Gabe on Hudson, the camera here. 5.5. It was definitely me. I gave him 5.5. It was, oh. it was a vastly improved effort from him. But What did you give him the previous oh. week? Three. Lord Funkington and I, because Lord uh-huh. Funkington does the Queensland ones while I do New South Wales ones. Just to be picked in State of Origin, you get a five. You're obviously a good player. You start at that middle bench point. And depending on how well you go back and forth. What? What happens you if go... you drop every ball and run backwards? Okay. You, who, you who go down to twos and threes. Okay, so Tommy Turbo got a zero. Who had who had the most <laughs> who had the most tackle busts in State of Origin 2, Tim? Oh, I can't remember. That's a week ago. I've watched the Raiders match. Hudson Young. Hudson Young had seven. Equal most with Reese Walsh. Yeah, yeah, so that, seven that, tackle that, busts. That's that's that's. You're talking about set up one New South one of New South Wales only yeah, tries, yeah. and you're going. I only got him half point. Of meters that then gave him a death point. go made. Right, he was uh, in the first match. He was the number one meter gainer on the field, and the second one he was in the top five. But that stat doesn't mean he had an impact. Right, he did much better than the first match. He is improving, and he'll be better for the run. And I thought he was one of New South Wales' better players. Tedesco runs around like Chuck with his head cut. Oh, he's he's, but, he's right. Tedesco and State of Origin. And so to an extent, you're calling me an ask clown for giving yes. the five point five. So you, Tedesco you and State of Origin and the Roosters game is doing that thing where he's almost becoming like Paul Gallen or um yeah or uh Farrah, where he's just taking the ball yeah and just killing plays yeah with a nothing. Right. If you, he hasn't. He broke. 
he broke no tackles against the Raiders. The Roosters are a better team when Manu's playing fullback. I said last week, and I, and I didn't say that I was some genius for saying this, but Manu was the danger man. Oh, yeah. Going to that game, well, he, he was. Clearly he scored two he tries. He scored two tries. He brought trouble as a Okay, so I'll take the last man. But so-called he... expert. Okay, so then Mitchell Moses got 7.5. Yeah. Zero line breaks. Zero line break assists. Zero tries. He was... Zero try assists. I agree. He His tried hard. got flogged. Yeah, and, so why and that's the other thing about Hudson. When someone's get side gets flogged, how do you give anyone? Because any danger that came from New South Wales at all came from Mitchell Moses. Mitchell was pretty decent. The one that the reason the problem with Mitchell is he had an absolute ass clown of ass clowns that we should all probably give the ass clown award to this yeah. week, playing outside of him. A side, a side that gets beaten Jesus by twenty eight points, and you want me to give them their players more than an average score? No. I just don't see how that you gave you Mitchell Moses 7.5 and you gave Hudson... At least show some green bias. But any effort they've got anywhere near <laughs> looking like they were dangerous whatsoever came out of him. That's the it. bigger you, ass clan's got to be the touchy. People. You have all it's people be... giving him a five. It's disgraceful, Tim. Right. The I bigger ass clan's got to be the, the touchy. That forward pass. Okay, oh, I mean, come you. on. Yeah, yeah. And Valentine Holmes didn't score that try. I mean, they're, they're both... No. Of them. And neither did... Um, what was there? was another try on the weekend. Who scored that one? There was another try on the weekend, and then we didn't get Ellie Whitehead's try last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and what about poor Emre Gula? Well, six yeah, weeks ago or whatever. <laughs> okay, but we're dancing around the Jerome Luai and his Instagram picture with you know, chill out. You're all going to work tomorrow, you idiots. It's um, kind of funny. Oh, it was hilarious. It was kind of funny. But I mean, why it, does anyone expect anything different out of Jerome? I disagree. It's not funny. The guy's a jerk and he should never be picked for New South Wales. He won't again. be. He won't he be won't picked be. for he New South Wales. He again. probably wasn't going to get picked. Um, prior to that post, I think that post surely, surely, is. Fred, and Freddie Freddie Fitler should never coach them again after this no, year. He, no, and he's he made his bed. Everyone knew leading into this series that Jerome Luai shouldn't have been picked at five eight. Yeah, and he made his bed and he picked them, and it's proven to be his downfall. I it's, think you're absolutely right, though, as well. About Isaiah's style play doesn't suit. Um, origin it doesn't either. see state of origin. No. Cameron he's Murray's a great, the thirteen. Cameron Murray, you know, and that's the ask land of fit. Like again, not starting Cameron Murray. And Playing Damien Cook oh, in the centers. It was just, it was, it was, it was, no, it was so hilarious. Much. If I hadn't had Queensland nineteen plus, I would have been livid, livid. Yeah, I, I tipped him by twenty two. But the, the 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 state of origins, it's a it's a frenetic game of touch. It's it's all about direct play, mm. and. We just kept trying to beat them on the outside. We kept going pass, pass, pass. We had, what do you mean, we white man? Well, you heard me. We had three. I'm a um, blue supporter. I'm. I hated Queensland by the end of that game. I hated Reese Walsh and I hated Queensland. I'm back in on Matt. I believe blue yes. from now on. Thank you. And, and I'm going to jump to the third dead rubber. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be sitting. In, I'm going to be sitting with Blatchy's blues. Oh, excellent. And I was the one of the main reasons I was going down there was to boo Reese Walsh. Mm, and now he's, he's now. not even going to give me the satisfaction. No, you can what boo Taylor. Well, you, you, well you, you are going to be able to cheer on Corey Horsburgh because he'll get picked. You reckon? Yeah. He's out. Yeah, it's well, it's a dead rubber now. They'll 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 pick a couple of those kids that they want to get him the chance to play. And, and the horse deserves I, it. He does his, he, he looked like he probably. was loving. He looked like he was loving his time in camp. Yeah, he was great. Right. So other ass clans, of course, we have to go to the St. George Illawarra Dragons for the whole handling of the Benny Hunt thing. Uh, it's just uh, stand their ground. Stand yeah. their ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they told him no. Yeah. yeah, I know, but it's the it's the it's the rolling fiasco of that club at the moment. Oh, I'm glad they did too. I completely agree you with that. You could throw you could also throw Brisbane in there though, mate. Yeah. Brisbane clearly had struck a deal with him and now it's blown up in their face. 
So he's up in camp. He's up in camp with Queensland. He's met with the Broncos. They've decided to strike a deal. So he's told Dragons, "I'm not coming back." The Dragons have said, "No, screw you. You're coming back." And now you look at uh, Kevin Walters in that press conference, going, "Oh, I don't even know why you want to come here." No, I'm such shit, Brisbane. Mm. It's, it's the fact that the best player at the club coming last or second last can, you know, pull up stumps and say, "I'm, I'm not playing anymore. I'm going home." And then turn up at the, t- the at a club on the top of the competition yeah. is absolute bullshit. It, and I'm just, so it glad destroys the integrity of the composition. Oh, uh, what integrity is the competition? And you, and you, you can't <laughs> doesn't have any. Doesn't have any. Look, here's the thing: if privately, I if we had struck the deal for him to come here, I would be defending it. I would be defending it black and blue. The only reason I'm completely against it and side with the Dragons on this standing firm is because he wasn't coming to us. This is the way. The competition has no integrity. You take what you take and get away with, and damn it, damn all else. Um, Other ass plan, of course, we have to take is, uh, and usually he's not the one I dislike the most. It's Warren Smith I usually call the cheerleader on the Fox Sports uh, commentary, but uh, this week we had a bit of Andrew Voss action, didn't we, Blarko? We did. We did. Matt Matt was more upset about it than me. Maybe I'll throw him out on this one. Yeah, oh, Fossey, because I, 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 I looked at a few tweets and people were saying how a cheerleader he was, and he was, he was, he was banging them home. He was trying, he was calling for the the horse on the outside rail, like mm. watching the roosters, and he was giving them a lot more credit than what they deserve. They, they, when we went up um, by six, they didn't look like scoring, you know, or by eight or whatever. They didn't look like scoring for a very long time, and defensively, I thought. Um, we forced them to our outer edges. You know, obviously, we, we're scoring a lot of tries off kicks. We spoke about this last week, but I don't know. Vossi just, he, but we're, we're, we're come on. We're, we're Canberra Raiders fans, man. We're used to not getting the credit. Yeah. Yeah. But we're used, we're, we're, we're used to not getting He's normally been pretty decent. Yeah. He's usually been pretty good. So when I'm listening to Warren Smith and, and any side playing against the Raiders, it's like they're all superstars and we're nobodies. And then Corey Hall, uh, CHN wants to punch them in the head. <laughs> I know. He's got a thing for CHN. He's got a what, thing what, for what surprises me, though, and I've got the numbers up here, what surprises me is when I tune into um, NRL 360, because I've got that you know, Fox app, watch NRL, mm. is how much like the Roosters get coverage. I, I, it doesn't, it shouldn't surprise me because Braith and Astor and Cooper Cronk are on there all the time. But our our membership numbers uh, as of this year, um, about a week ago, were 23,550 members, which is the fifth biggest in the NRL. Yet we get we get nothing when it comes to Sydney media coverage. And we're used to that. We're Canberra for Raiders fans. We've, we've, I've been traveling down to watch us playing Sydney since I was a little kid with a chip on my shoulder because of how, you know, how shitty the NRL treat us and Sydney media treat us. But we have the fifth most amount of membership and yet we still get such lack of coverage. It just, Mm. I watched them talk about that game and they gave no credit to our team and our players and our coaching staff. They Mm. gave all the discredit to the Roosters. Like, yeah, oh, the right. Roosters are just... Yeah, like... but that's the, the, the story. One of the current storylines of the year is the Roosters and Tedesco aren't doing well. Mm. So that's that's something they want to talk about. I mean, I think people were a bit too high on the Roosters at the start of the year. I mean, mm. everyone... Someone said that they were going to win the comp, then everyone said they're going to win the comp. I thought they were going to win the comp, but now that I'm looking at it... they got You no started numbers. it. It was you. Yeah, I'm the one. Yeah, just yeah, because I have such influence in Australian rugby league media. Yeah, you do. Well, this show, you know, a lot of people. It's very influential. A lot in of people high places. listen to us. Yeah, it's yeah. going. It's 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 moving. It's it's everyone's talking. We should probably get to the team list. We should. 
which probably gets the team list. Um, and we're going to start this week uh, with the Raiders, obviously. And we got Seb Chris at the back. We got Hopper on one wing. We got Rappiner on the other. We got Timiko and Croker in the centre. So no change there. We got again Whiten and Fogarty in the halves. We've got Papa out there. So we've got Sami Solo starting in the number eight jersey with uh, partnering Jay Tarpanay up front with Zach Wolford locking the, that front row. We've got Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead in the second row. We've got Corey Horsburgh, the horse, big sexy, big red in the number 13. So On good. the bench, once again, we have Tom Starling. We've got Emre Gurler in the 15. We've got Nick Kotrick in the 16. And coming back into the side uh, for Papa is... Little Papa. Little Papa is Adam Mariota in the number 17 jersey. Um, then we go for the Titans, who, of course, got away with a win against... The, and it was a good win against the Broncos. Two wins in a row. Very two, good win. Two wins yeah. in a row. We they got, got that bounce, the, um, the mm. you know, Saki coach mm. win bounce. Do you know who the... The, the, the Saki coach, the, the coach that Blake liked coach bounce? Is that what we're talking mm. about? Yeah. Yeah, well, I also said... <laughs> also, I've noticed in recent times, the Saki coach bounce... Um, isn't as bouncy as it used to be. Mm. Look at Canberra Raiders, Andrew Duneman, mm. 0 and 4. <laughs> West, I thought it was three in a row. <laughs> oh, maybe it was, I think it was 0 and 4, 0 and 3 or 0 and 3. 4. Yeah, uh, yeah he's the only Canberra Raiders coach with a, a 0% yeah, in yeah. record. Anyway, um, but they've named the interim coach. I heard his name. I hadn't heard of him. And I've actually forgotten the name. It was so insignificant to me. I would have thought that Brett White would have stepped in and, and took the reins. I've not White... even seen Brett White in the bloody coaches box, though. Well, I when, thought Desi Hasler was going to take over this year. I'm surprised. Well, he's already he's up there. there. He's already up there. He went up there and met with some of the players. Um, Didn't Meninga quit? Well, uh, he, he still, talked about quitting, but he's still he's he still has a, a some role, but he seems to be a bit sort of at arm's length because he didn't know that Holbrook was getting sacked. Yeah, yeah, he's so still, he, he's so still he getting quit paid. Politics quicker than he quit rugby league. Pretty much. Yeah, are, um, are you both going to back? This <laughs> is our club legend. He is the Canberra Raiders <laughs> immortal. There is and a occasional statue of the man. No, he, never ask Clint. Never ask Do you know when you were away? We, we <laughs> he quit politics quicker than a than a popsicle melts. And it was the, sun, the right like thing that. to do. He didn't want to do it, and he <laughs> no. had the integrity to say, "I don't want to do it." it was and the, bailed out. It was the right. That thing took to do. courage and strength. It was the right thing to do. Um, but while you're away, we we came this close to um, naming Ricky as the, but I couldn't do it, especially not without you. Anyway, um, I thought when Brett White went up to the. Um, Titans. One of the reasons he w- went up there was he probably figured that there was a chance of a um the head job coming up. Do you know chance of what the head coaching job? The head, up oh, the head coaching soon job. because oh, Holbrook. Oh, so not like not like Brent, Brent White moves to Gold Coast. Not like Brent the Gold Coast for different reasons. <laughs> exactly is the name of the exactly. title. Exactly. Yeah. Um, White moves to. I thought that he because because Todd went to the Goldie for the head job. Yes. And a few other things. Yeah. Um, a lot of players move to the goalie for. Yeah, and that's why their careers usually don't go. To, they they lose focus on on the football. Um, but I thought they went to Titans because it was pretty obvious that um, Holbrook's been on borrow time for a long time. Mm. Maybe everyone's on borrow hear, time I, at I, Titans. I want to hear Pork say some of these Titans names because okay. there's a couple of doozies in there. Go on. Okay, so we got AJ Brimson up at the back, and we got Khan Pereira on one wing, and on the other one we What's got Philip Sama. What's his first name? His mum will tell you that. We got Philip Sama. Yeah, <laughs> Philip Sami. Sami. You just said Sama. I did not. <laughs> Shut your head. I got. We got Brian Kelly, and we got Aaron Shop. Yeah, that's how it's Shoop. pronounced. It's not. No, it's not stupid. Yeah, Shop. 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 We got Kyran Fran in the number six jersey, and Tanah Boyard. 
in the no, seven. No, it's, it's, I want to hear you try and say the number 10 as well as we you got Fodder Waker on one side, and we got Farmasu Alali, um, Tino. We got Big uh, Tino on the other side. <laughs> we got Sam Varils at the, the number nine. We got David Fifata. Um, in eleven, we got Joe Stimson in the twelve. We got Isaac Liu in the. It's 13. a good pack. Yeah. It, it is a very good pack. If, look, Joe, Joe Stimson doesn't necessarily set me on fire, but the rest are all. He's a good player, proven. though. Joe Stimson's been a good player for a couple of years now. Well, I mean, he wouldn't know, be, if Bo Fermor had done his ACL. Of course, yeah, yeah, but course, he'd be on the bench. I think you got Jaden Campbell, Preston's boy, in the fourteen. He's electric. Um, very good. Aaron Clark, hooker back up in the fifteen. Girl's name, Jamin. Jamin Jolliffe um, in the 16 jersey and Chris Randall in the 17 jersey. That's actually not a bad side at all. No. And- I, I I just hate anyone with the name Jamin. I just feel like they're a weak gutter dog. And if you ever rugby league it's spelled team, differently. It's spelled differently. <laughs> it? It's Jaden, not J- oh, Jamin Jolliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jamin. It's yeah. not Jamin. Jamin. Yeah, no, I've got to say, I'm not a fan of that either. It's, look, a, it's a good looking Titans team. I'm worried. I'm worried. They've got a lot of pace out wide on both wings. You know, they've got they a lot do. more pace than we do. And then you've and got, AJ Brimson's pretty handy too. Yeah. And you've got Jaden Campbell. Well, AJ Brimson's fast. Yeah. And you've got Jaden Campbell um, coming in off the bench, yeah. who is also very quick. And yeah. both wingers, Khan Pereira, yeah. Philip Sami. You know, Philip Sami famously ran down um, the Fox. Yeah. There's a lot of pace out wide. And it's a good forward pack. I mean, Queensland props right there, you know, and Sam Verrills has been in good form and yeah. Dangerous. Yeah, they got three they got they've got three state of origin players in their forward pack. Yeah. Look, you know, and arguably a state of origin fullback. But uh, it's gonna come down to a clash of styles, right? Like we play a very direct, you know, grinding game where we want to get you in the arm wrestle and we want to make your middles, you know, step up and and the 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 contact that we had in that game on the weekend was fantastic. Yeah. The inside shoulder defense was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the, the way that we defended that inside ball was, was, in, was probably the best we've done all year. Mm. These guys, they go, they go East West. They try yeah. and throw the ball a lot and they try and ask questions on that third and fourth defender a lot. And it's going to be a clash of styles and whoever can win the ruck is going to, and it comes down to probably the refereeing is going to win this game because they're going to try and, play touch footy and blow us off the park. And generally we've had a pretty good record against these guys. But Eight of the last 10. Yeah. But yeah. Two of those have been but 2021. Yeah. We've got fucked at home. In the yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. But that was Jamal that Fogarty who's now on our side and it was freezing yeah, cold that so... night. Look, but I will give you a tip for something that's going to happen in this match. Look for Sam Verrills to be very, very, very scared of our uh, Joe Tarpano. Because Joe does not remember fondly Feral scoring in the 2009 oh. grand final when he scored it back because he paid a long time, a lot for that particular back turn there. And he's going to be out there. I think it's the first time he's playing Feral since that point. He'll be out yeah. there. To, yeah. I think he'll be out because Feral's got injured. Still, it's like four years ago, man. And he got injured and then wasn't the first side. I think that they haven't played against each other. He'll be out there to remind him. Might need to fact check that one. I might, might need to do the uh, <laughs> fact check like I have to fact check. Well, I knew it was wrong. Tom Leroy Lars three ACLs before signing for it was one. It was one. Was the it even one? Check. It was a did you hear that he busted his knee? That's why he was No, he busted his knee when he got here. We no, paid overs. No, anyway, we paid overs I've because got, he had a busted knee. I tried to look online to find evidence of, mm. of any of your assertions. There's there's very few articles around from that era, very little information. So I actually thought, how can I find out the direct answer to this mm-hmm. question? I thought, who do we know that Knows Matt Elliott that works with Matt Elliott. 
that signed Matt L- that signed TAL to come to the Raiders. Mm. I put Dennis in touch with Matt Elliott. I'm still waiting for the uh, the reply, but Dennis works with Matt Elliott on ABC Radio. I think Matt Elliott was gone by then. No, 2006. 2005, 2006. Matt Elliott's last year was in 2006. I think TLL came in 2008. No. no. All right, we're getting back to this game. No, We've won the final. You're wrong again, last... Tim. You're wrong again. You're Speaking of getting really... things wrong, how did you only get 18 out of 20 in the zero tackle players of the 2000s um, quiz? Because I confused... Did you do that quiz, Matt? He got William Zillman wrong. Everyone who is a Raiders fan that you see online got 20 out of 20, except the pork. Will Zillman was here for a year and a half, then went to the Gold Coast. He's dead to me. I don't care what he looks like. He... Do you know the tough? Did you get Alan Rothery right? Because yeah, that was the hard Alan one. <laughs> that was the hard one. Don't, don't tell me because I'll try and do. I'll do it tonight or just yeah. send me the send yeah, me I'll the quiz. But I'll send. I'll I'll tweet it out everywhere. All got, greatest fans. I, listening. It was the Marshall Chalk. Have a go. Do someone for Marshall, Marshall Chalk and Will Zillman. Get your Marshall yeah, Chalk yeah. and Will Zillman. Yeah, yeah, I got that. So right. we've won five of the last six against these guys. But that yeah. one game, that you know, we all talk about the game against the Knights in the country or. You know, the game against the Warriors last year, that one game against Gold Coast, it was at uh, round 16 in 2021. Mm. That that was a hard, we, we got pumped. Yeah, that was an abomination, an aberration. You know, we move on. We do. You know, we, do but... we don't carry our divots. Look, yeah, I know, but they, they, they have <laughs> we're the, Raiders fans. We carry the, divots. They, they have the side here to beat us. There's no question. Oh, look, the thing that concerns me most is the fact that we're at home and we're going to the game as favourites. Because it seems to be our undoing There's, this year. The things that worry me here is that um, uh, they know Fogarty's game. They understand him. They understand his stuff. But the, the thing that cheers me up here is he knows their games. Yeah. And look, he'll be up for a big one again. He against, will. Yeah, no, against Titans. Because they, they basically kicked him out the door um, to put their faith in Toby Sexton, who now apparently is um, is on the outer, is, is about uh, to leave well, himself. He'd be. A good I don't. Think, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone that's watched any Raiders games this year doesn't know our game. It's very simple. Yeah, you know, we play a very, very simple brand of rugby league, but that's we good. are tough. And and every I'm now and then we can score a flashy try as we did against the Roosters. I mean, that, that was a brilliant that, try to watch Croker step to the outside again on the left and then yeah. get that pass. It, doesn't your heart just swell? Like, yeah. that's something we watched for a decade. And there and was Marlowe we did it against. It I know, so and I didn't think I'd ever see him do that again. And then to yeah. see him do it again, it's just it's just amazing. And he might kick on. And, and I, I got, I'm really hoping that this is, this is not, a, we're not an easy team to beat. And we had, we spoke about it at the beginning of the year, about how we're a side that's gone from trying to catch and wrestle in defense to trying to have really, yeah. um, heavy contact in defense. It showed in that game on the weekend. Like we, we, we hurt that team and they, they were struggling by the end of it. And, you know, like if we can get over the top of Tino and we're going to miss Papa, that's the big, that's yep. the big problem. Yep. But I'm, I'm glad that we haven't brought in Emre Gula into the starting lineup. Cause I think he's having a lot of impact off the bench. I'm glad mm. that we've just tried to mix in um, Pasami to start and keep Emre, you know, cause Emre, he creates a punch that, we we've lacked in years gone past, you know, cause he, he's, he's getting stronger and bigger. And, you know, I, I still wish without having Papali there, I still, I don't see what Kotrick brings to the side. No, and you know, no. Cause that's like I said, uh, you know, the reason that we can have an outside back on the bench is the fact that we've got three, three, three yeah. middles that can play big minutes. Well, we're down one of them. So surely, I mean, we'll say all this and then, you know, someone will get injured and and Kotrick will come on. And... If Arda had more run in his legs, I would have liked to see him start. 
um, in this match, but obviously Solo's got the the legs in. And look, he's he's earned his spot to 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 start too. He's been really really good this season. He's been a really good purchase. So I'm really happy with him. I, I am worried about Tana Boyd. I've seen him play some fantastic games this year. Kieran Foran is mm-hmm. an old stager, and while you know he's 407 years old, you know we play. He's got a good game in him. He, yeah. He's got a great game in him. There's a lot of speed out there in the back. Um, and there's a lot of power in the forwards as well. And, you know, will David Fita come out to show us that, you know, sucked in, I didn't sign with you, and now I'm going to show you what I'm missing, or will he be sheepish, you know? what, what What's it going to be? Because those those discussions weren't off the cuff. They were very advanced. He's had a pretty good year, David Fita. Oh, yeah, you know, we were convinced he was coming. He's had a pretty good year, though. He hasn't really, um, if you look at his state of origin performances, he wasn't, didn't set the world on fire. No. But he wasn't like he was solid. He's been really yeah, yeah, solid he was, all this he year. Was, he was good. He actually scored, like set up and scored a try against um the Broncos last week. So like yeah. yeah. And I mean li- lining up with some of this teamless news, which which probably goes back to uh, a news thing which we could have brought up at the beginning of the podcast is one of the things that came out this week was CHN's first interview. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so Corey Hadawiranato did his first long form interview this week talking about um the injury and how he felt in his recovery and it's it's a long-term thing guys like it's yeah. we've all read that thing that was posted on that group chat and yeah. i'm sure some guys have had you know a chance to to look at it but it's he talks about his son he talks about um blood tests he talks about a heart problem that you know that they found now there's a heart problem indicator when um you know he's got raised levels of enzymes and i don't i don't know if we're going to see CHN back this year. Um, yeah, no. And obviously, and obviously, as fans, we all wish him luck, and we don't want him to rush back. And but it's it's you know we're talking about players that we're missing and middles and edges and all that sort of stuff. And and here we have who I believe is potentially one of our best forwards and you know game breaker in the NRL. And this this dude's staring down the barrel of maybe never playing the game that he loves again. It's mm. It's, it's tough and um, maybe we can post some of the stuff. I don't know what that interview was on. It's on one of our group chats, but mm. you no, know, he talks about his son. He talks about the fear that he had and it's pretty, it's pretty shocking actually. Yeah. I, I certainly don't think he should be hurrying back until we're a hundred percent. Of course not. Certain no. that he, he can play and um, look, I'd love to see him back, but I sure as hell don't want to bring him in and actually have a catastrophic issue happen with him again. You know, it, this is just a game as much as we love it. It's just a game of football. And that's yeah, what it is. And someone who always reminds me that it really is just a game of football is uh, Arnie J. And it's time to rip in with Arnie J. G'day, Raiders fans. As my kids would say, another day, another sleigh. Well, not really. We were excellent for 35 minutes and, you know, gave the rest of the comp a bit of a template how to pile the pressure on Teddy at the back. Poor Blake might be retired by season's end the way he's going. So under the Titans this week, they have been playing very well for the most part for the last two games. Holbrook used his attacking weapons horribly and I expect them to improve without him for the rest of the year. They had a bye week with us, so they should be reasonably fresh. The Titans score over 50% of their tries on their left-hand side attack and another 30% up the middle. They concede 42% of tries on their right-hand side defence and the other side and the middle is split at 28% each. 
So much of their go forward comes from their back five, so we need to stop them for starters. Khan Pereira, Brian Kelly, Philip Sami all ran for close to 200 metres last week. Their best attacking weapon by a mile is AJ Brimson. The Titans are five and three this year with him at fullback and two and four without. Stopping AJ is our number one priority. So how do we win? The Titans love an all-out attack fest with very little interest in defence. Don't let them play an open ad hoc game. Get them into their grind as their forwards don't like it. Get the ball in the red zone and go for plenty of crash plays. Yes, I know I I don't like them as much as uh, most of you, but the Titans' red zone defence up the middle is not great. The back five are smaller than most teams, so they are good in attack, but they are not so great in defence. So get the big boys out wide when we're not doing crash plays and run at the edges. David Fafida is a big unit, but lateral movement is not his friend. Jackie and Chris need to be running angles and stepping past him. I'm expecting a good game this week, but it is another one that we should win. Enjoy your footy and go, you green machine. Well, what do you think about that, man? He's off his meds. (laughs) I'm not sure he's ever on his meds. As the pork would usually say. I'm not not sure he's ever on his meds. Not sure he's ever on his meds. That's the thing. But anyway, not only him, but uh, we got to look at who's got a lift. Look, Sami Solo, he's got a lift. (laughs) Going into a big jersey, mate. Your who's got a lift fucking shocked me every week now. Go on. Well, he's going. You're replacing Papa. It's like you know. How do you how do you even try? You you can't try and be Papa, right? So you've got to go in and actually play your own game. But at the same time, that's a very big shoes you're filling right there. Okay. Have you ever tried to be Papa at a Macca's drive-thru? I couldn't. And look, I, I have an impressive <laughs> McDonald's rest, um, record, right? I, Are you I, on the app? Of course I'm on the app. Of course I'm on the app. I have a very impressive record where I've actually Are done... Are you still trying to get the Macca's try he's get, he's getting sponsored stadium change he's getting yeah, he's sponsored. I, I have a very impressive record where in one sitting i did a big mac a quarter pounder a mcfeast a fillet of fish right what's a mcfeast it's, it's um yeah it's, it's a patty it's got lettuce uh, and tomato lettuce and tomato is it, pickles, it's back, got back mustard, for a limited time mayo. is it back is it can and i ask you guys a question right. have no. you ever eaten a mcrib no yeah that was weird because that was like a patty in the shape yeah, of yeah it was <laughs> it's not a rib why are we talking about McDonald's? Well, anyway, just... right, right, right. But I, I, I don't think I could go toe to toe with him on the McDonald's. I, I'm very good, right? I'm very good, but I don't. To be honest with you, I'm, I would have thought Papa would be more of a KFC man than McDonald's. He may be as well. It's only McDonald's I followed him into, and I can't do what he did. So, all right, Salah's got a lift for Sami. He, he's got a lift. Who have you got, Palaco? Uh, look, I think everyone's doing pretty well. I'm not going to. I'm not. I, gonna I'd say it. you've been clearly calling for Nick Kotrick to lift. Lift yeah, less to it. Lift less. <laughs> Lift more leg weights. <laughs> less beach muscles. Yeah. So you want him to run straight, is what you're saying? Oh, of course. The crab needs to run straight. Oh, stop calling him the crab. You are. It's a good nickname. It's a very good nickname. <laughs> Sadly, it's not a good nickname, but it's a great nickname. So what have um, you got, Matthew? <laughs> I like mine. Could be the crab, but it's also. Um, and he, I actually thought he had a pretty decent game on the weekend, and I love watching him come on and play when Zachy Wolford's on. I was so proud to eat some um, humble pie and have Zach Wolford play an incredible game on the weekend. Mm. 
you know, although Danny Levi had a great game reserve grade, but just Tommy, Tommy Starling. Starling's Tommy Starling's pass. Just get his just his pass. I know. Like it's, it's everything it's just, his 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 effort and his oh, energy and yep. his courage and yep. his tenacity. Just his left to right is, pass is brilliant. It's just yep. the left to right pass. You know, he's, he came on, he's basically playing prop. Yeah. Like I don't mind him coming on through the middle, you know, because he's not a, he's and... not a dummy half passing. And as yeah. soon as he, as soon as Wolford went off at the sixty minute mark, and we had you know Starling go in, his left to right pass, it's that it's it's not a spiral, it's that yeah, you know, end over end like flip it's lob, thing, yeah. it's, and it's just yeah. it's on the it's it's high on the inside shoulder, or you see you see Jack White and screaming at him a couple of times, it's. It's just, it's just the the service isn't as crisp. And when we're playing the the style that we play, that I bang on about, and I bang, I bang, I bang on about tonight a lot. We just, we need a clean pass from dummy half. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, but we got to look at the extended bench. Who's on the extended bench? Okay. Before we go in the extended bench, mm. um, yeah, we did have some listener feedback. Did we? You've been too generous with the hardwicks. Yeah, well, I did. So, uh, so I wanted to say something. Yes, way too generous with the Hardwick. Kevin Hardwick is because when you're away, me and Matt were giving people like no Hardwicks, you know, point five Hardwicks, and I think that was and Kevin Hardwick was a hard player. He was a hard player. And then you get up me for giving getting Hudson Young a five point five and a a side beaten by twenty eight points. All right, Uh, is is that is that? No, I'm getting up you that you gave Mitchell Moses seven point five. But you'll be hypocritic, you know, one way or the other. Am I allowed to swear at right. you, Matthew? Yeah, yeah, you can swear at him, but but that's 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 come come to a, a Hardwick consensus. Okay, okay, okay. The Hardwick has to be a little bit higher. Then I think we can agree. What the feedback was was Hardwick was actually a pretty good player. He was a standard player. He was a good player. And we're giving players who've never played. He was a great. I've player. been giving players who've never played in first grade. See, the whole point is he was the most average first grade player ever. Right, but, these but he are, was right. a first grade. Okay, player. so so I, I acknowledge he played 145 first grade games. That's so nothing. So we here at Blake and the Pork and nothing if not men of the people. And so we have listened and we're now adapting. Okay, so the extended bench. For the Raiders in the 18 jersey is Brad Schneider. Now he's he's got to be a Hardwick, right? He's played first grade. He's acquitted himself well. Point seven five of a Hardwick. He's a, no, I reckon no, he's a he played he played fantastic. He's a weekend. Hardwick. He's, he's a Hardwick. Danny Levi has played international football. He's a Hardwick. A Hardwick kid. Okay. At least Matt one. Frawley At least one. Is positively a Hardwick. One point five Hardwicks. He's kicked a two point field goal. Right. So he's one point five. Right. Harvier ex Harvier Savard. One Hardwick. I give him one. Peter Holler. We'll give him point half five, a hard half, half a hard, half a hard week. Week. Okay, so what have we got there? We got five hard weeks all up, yeah. right? Five hard weeks. Okay, so what have we got there for the Titans, right? On there for their extended oh. bench, we have got uh, Tino's brother in Isaac, the eighteen. Isaac, yeah, in in the eighteen jersey, we have got Jojo for feeder in the well, David's, no, David's what, brother. What, what, what's Tino's brother first? Quarter of a hard week or half a hard week? Half a hard week. Half. I haven't even seen him play. I think he played exactly. last week, didn't he? He's not a Hardwick, half a Hardwick. A half a Hardwick. Jojo Fafita, I David, have seen. David's one. brother. Is he actually? No, he's, he is. no he's the no. winger who's decent, but he's still half a Hardwick. He is related to David. He's his second cousin. Right, so half, half a Hardwick. Hardwick. Uh, Cruz Leeming, I have seen. He's play. a Hardwick. No Hardwicks. He's no Hardwick. Hardwicks. Do you know where Cruz no, Leeming's actually pretty good um, hooker? He's actually signed. This is That's what I've seen, yeah. He's going to Wigan. Are you giving next... him a full Hardwick? Like... Yeah, I'm giving him a Hardwick. Okay, so we're, so we're up, up to two, two Hardwicks. Cleese Haas, I have seen play. Payne's brother? Yeah, he's a three quarters of Hardwick. He he will get to a Hardwick stage, given more game time. He will. He 
He's a useful player. Whereas I have never heard of Jacob Alec ever. So I- Alec. Alec. Zero Hardwicks. <laughs> no Hardwicks. No Hardwicks. Yeah. So we got two. We got three Hardwicks. So we're going to give the extended bench to the Raiders, right? You, there. Have you ever heard of Jacob Alec? Absolutely. Oh, you because you so- play you play super coach because all the super coach players who are always scouring the cheapies yeah, yeah. who know who all these nobodies yeah, yeah. are, like okay, Matt so, from the greenhouse. Green so I'm podcast. bringing in right the Smokey and the Blake and the Pork curse will be that coming in. <laughs> off the extended bench into the side this week will be Jacob Alec, and he will score a try against the Raiders. Double. Yeah, and maybe he, he will start. <laughs> he double. will be first try scorer. Look, um, the Shark got deported this week. Um, his citizenship got revoked. He's actually been deported over to Europe. Yeah, the cops caught him. They, they got him, and they've sent him. And uh, he's, uh, but he still managed. Who to... knew smuggling beer into GIA Stadium was that deportable get you event? So but, much you know... trouble, and actually invalidate his citizenship, which he. You know, for a brief moment, he held so proudly. But uh, he managed to send us something in from Singapore Airport, from Changi. What's up, everybody? It's your man, John, for a very uh, special edition of Shark Attack. It's special because I'm sitting in Sydney International Airport right now, waiting to take off to head to Europe with my family to do, you know, European things like uh, wear funny pants and eat chocolate for breakfast and twiddle my mustache and uh, take mushrooms with the kids in Amsterdam. You know, the usual stuff that you do. But uh, I digress. So I'm not going to be here for a couple weeks, but I will be giving you reports from overseas and I will be following the green machine as usual, like I used to do back in the States. Uh, This week, you know, not much to say. Another boring win from the Raiders. Wow, a win. Shocking. Over the Roosters, who to thunk it? the team that we have the ultimate wood on ever since the grand final. Uh, let me just say this. Uh, Seb Chris is better than James Tedesco, and uh, Victor Radley is the grubbinest grub in the entire grub universe. That fool was offside the entire game. That ta- big tackle on Fogarty was bullshit. He was eight miles offside. I don't care that he's a cool guy. I don't care that he likes the chats. The chats are bullshit. They're music for posers. It's, it's class cosplay. They're, it's like tradey Civil War reenactment. It's bullshit. That band is for nerds. Uh, so yeah, that's all I have to say about that. This week we might beat the uh, Dragons by 57 points. You hear that, Green Machine Podcast? Salsy, you fraudulent little bitch. All right, next time I see you, I don't care how many black belts you got. I'm going to stick your head in the toilet. All right? Just kidding. I love every one of you. Next time you hear from me, I will be in Gay Paris. Au revoir. Go, you green things. Allez. Vert machine. <laughs> well, that might be the last we ever hear of him. Yeah. Can yeah. I just say, Jacob Alec is right. PNG International with five games for PNG. He's, he's All right. you know, if we're going to give points um, yeah, yeah, to Danny gonna, Levi. Well, he's got he's to be at least three quarters, but we still. Don't, don't you diss my Danny yeah. Levi. But that that still only takes them up to three and three quarters of of Hardwicks, which means the Raiders still. Win. Alec represented PNG at the twenty twenty one World Cup held in twenty twenty two. There you go. All right, you've got a uh, a listener of the week for us, Blarko. Chris Ando. Is that right? Long time Raiders fan, uh, the original Raiders supporter of the of the Ando family. Really, as opposed to the other bloke, yeah, the other um, who was a Parramatta turncoat. Parramatta, disgraceful. 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 I, was a bit, I was a big fan of Parramatta as a young lad. Yeah, so were both Blarko and I. We yeah. were both men of the years. 
Yeah. My favorite rugby league player when I was a very young lad. John Muggleton? Who was that? Brett Kenny. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Peter Sterling man myself. Yeah, uh, Kenny was the best man. Steve Kenny Ella. was just and Peter Sterling, still one of the best halfback I've ever seen. Mick Craner, the the intercept king. Have you gone no. down to his pub at Jerangong and been served beer by him? I have. No, it's good. No, I, I, it's it's on it's on my it's on my list of things to. I did go to um, earlier in the year, as I said, I went to Peter Wynn's Sports Store. Oh, you and did. I met Stan Jerd. <laughs> you met the cork. Stan Jerd, <laughs> unbelievable! What a player he was. We had a discussion about Parramatta. I said this was hopefully their year, and you never know; they're coming back. So they are coming back with do a, it for Stan. Wetsale would do it for Stan Jerd. Just fantastic. But yeah, get 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 down to Jerrigon. Go go. Mick will serve you beer. He will be there. He will talk to you about Parramatta. He will absolutely do it. And then his missus will put you up in one of the rooms out the back, where I've stayed on many occasions. Many occasions. It's 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 the full Jerrigon experience. People got to do it. Got to do it. There you go. It's absolutely fantastic. But Chris Ando, why is he listener of the week? Any reason whatsoever? Or you just pull his name out of a hat? Well, Chris Ando's missus put you up as well. <laughs> I don't know if he's got one. Um, he's probably on those 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 dating apps with... Um, what the hell is that dating app? Tinder. Called? It's Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> yeah, How did you not know that? Go. I've never... How did you not know that, Matthew? How about all the old men? Oh, you've like, got it on your burner phone. We're all virtually high-fiving each other right now, like 60-year-old men. Yeah, we guessed the app that all the kids are on. I, I actually wanted to go and do it, like go on Tinder just to have a look, but you can't, right? You can't even have a look at it because then you're on the Tinder app, right? So I couldn't even do it. Whereas yeah. Grindr, that's a different matter. And then when you're there wife... and because then she's just going to look at you weird, like, what the hell are you doing on Grindr? Like, then your wife's going to say... One of my friends saw you on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Oh, I just wanted to have a look. I, I, I'd use my photo of you. I wanted to see what the kids are talking about. I wanted to know how many hardwicks she was. <laughs> Hopefully none. Okay, so coming up, coming up after this match against the Titans, next Friday night, Friday the 7th of July, 8 p.m. at Wynn Stadium, we come up against the Dragons. And we have a great record down there. I think even when we beat them, Nick Kotrich got sent off, did he not? In that yeah. Match? yeah, yeah. And then Ricky got in a stoush with Eamon Tiernan in the presser. He still hates uh, Eamon Tiernan. Everyone hates Eamon Tiernan. Was that the match, was that, the match that... Was that the match that... Was that the match that Xavier Savage played? Nah. Uh, different oh, play? Different one. No. And do you know, that was the windy one. We lost the one. Do you know who wasn't Eamon Tiernan who asked Ricky the... Wasn't uh, it? No, it was actually Matt Cleary. Wasn't was he made clear sent his message he said that yeah he was he was the person that asked the um the question at Campbelltown that it wasn't so much the question anyway I don't think he was particularly angry with Matt Cleary I think he was just anyway how did Matt Cleary get in the room I have no idea well, you there, have to you ask yourself. there you go Matt Cleary of course author of the uh wonderful book The Milk I mean, and he's still got the milk being a reference to the great long-term sponsor of the Canberra Raiders, Canberra Milk. And we here at Raised View with Blake and the Pork, when we choose milk, we choose Canberra Milk. Even yeah, though it's do. made in Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> and Toyota forklifts are also Even not made, made in, in Canberra. Japan. Okay, right. Yeah, but so. they're not called Canberra, it's not called Canberra forklifts. <laughs> doesn't matter. They're a great sponsor of the side. Does it matter? And it does we, matter. They sponsor our local competitions, our junior stuff. We do it for years. We are behind Canberra milk. We buy it. We drink it. We use it. Okay? That's the, that's the end of the story. We got the Dragons on that Friday night. Then we go into a buy. Coming out of the buy, we go across the Dutch. It's an interesting game. I mean, you know, the the war, I watched them on... on um, the weekend and it was one of those games where you know there was it was quite one-sided but um it wasn't boring because the Warriors actually quite a good team I'm gonna say quite a good team to watch this year and 
And yeah, they're my they're my favorite team outside of us to watch. Yeah, and and just just the way they go about their games and you know yeah. the spirit that's in the club and obviously you know I think we're all loving seeing CNK. Oh, I've just I, I adored him when he was ours and I still adore him now. And I Do hated so well. seeing him as beat us, but I just loved him anyway because he's CNK. But I reckon I reckon we'll be in in this game. I mean, it'd be easy to say we've got no chance. I reckon we're going to be in this game right up to our eyeballs. I'll tell you one reason. And we're usually on the rough end of this equation. On Sunday, the 16th of July, at home, admittedly for them, the Warriors play the Cronulla Sharks. And just five days later, at 6 p.m. on the Friday, so a five-day oh, turnaround. So they're still in New Zealand, but they don't They're still in New yet. Zealand. That, imagine if you get to fly. But they play the Raiders. So we'll actually be playing them on a five-day turnaround. And we'll be off the bye. And we'll be off the bye. So if we do have a chance in this match, it's because we'll actually be fresher. Having said that, gee, the Warriors have a way of knowing how to beat us, don't they? Well, Sean Johnson. Um, he's a our, our players like going over there because we've got no, a connection. Of course, of course. New Zealand, of course. But, but I, I don't know how many games they're going to lose the rest of this year. No. I, I have them a hot favourite to make the top four and they're, they're playing an exceptional um, brand of footy. It's fast. It's attacking. They're, they're buying in. You know, they haven't played at home for a couple of years and now they've suddenly got a side full of Kiwis Playing at home mm-hmm. it's, with the great it, young yeah. coaches and Andrew Webster, if he's yeah, yeah. not coach of the he year, he used to be the blue shirt trainer for <laughs> the West Tigers. Mate. Well, so he Man. was when they sacked um, Madge. Yeah, he was the interim coach. Yeah, for the Tigers, and the Tigers could have kept him, but they they and then he went to Penrith after that, did he? And then, mm. but he was the no, guy. He, went, he must have come from. He Penrith. was the guy I was standing next. No, to when they sacked the... Cleary, I think he was interim. So when oh. they sacked Madge, it was Kamali. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, but Webster, so he followed. Webster was he the, followed. Then Cleary brought him over to Penrith. To and Penrith, and yeah, and now, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. But he was sense. the the blue shirt trainer along with Brett White, who I witnessed the ground manager saying, "Now you've got to get off the field after four tackles." Right, that was their big concession to my campaign to get trainers off the field. They had to come off after four tackles, and I remember that very clearly because um, Webster said, "What what's the change for?" He said, "Oh, it's just the directive from HQ." You know, so. That- nothing you give me credit for? Give me yourself credit for? Well, it didn't work, did it? Because even straight after that, um, from the kickoff, you will see that um, the orange shirt trainer, who's not even allowed to be on the field except uh, the thing, was uh, was on the field for the Roosters from the kickoff all the time until such point as the charge day came down. He's blue shirt. Because he's always, on, he's always on the field at the kickoff. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They're going to let them run wild on the field. You try and be a streaker and go on the field, same sort of level, and they'll throw <laughs> the book at you. But be a blue shirt or orange shirt that, trainer. You see that viral video? Up blanch, do whatever you want. You see that viral video? It's in New Zealand. It's like rugby game. Yeah. Was that massive dude? Jump- and it's just, oh, there was the recent one, the one, um, the Warriors game. All jump, the recent Warriors game in Wellington or where it was, where they're all jumping over the fence. Yeah, mm. there's another one I've seen more recently since then where there's this massive unit and this security keep on trying to ring up to him and this is just palming them off. <laughs> or he just waddled, wanders over to the fence and climbs back over the fence. It's like regional rugby. There's like hardly anyone there. Oh, and he's good. just palming off all these guys. Look, um, and just before we go, just want to uh, once again give you a hard time about on Thursday, the 13th of July, Dennis Carnahan will be coming to the Street Theatre. Please go do, there. Tim won't be. Do his, do his fantastic rugby league, now the musical, uh, rugby league, the musical uh, show, which is just an absolute extravaganza. Get down there. Support Dennis. He's a great camera man. You will laugh. You will cry. It's everything you would hope in a rugby league show. Get online. Buy your tickets. Go to rugbyleaguethemusical.com online. Find your tickets. Buy them. It's fantastic. Anyway. 
You have been listening to uh, the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. Heather. And I'm Heather. Yeah, and we'll talk to you again soon. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Retire. <laughs> uh, he's going it's your boy Kev from Cumnock. Yeah, how good was that win the other night over those latte sipping fairies, eh? Yeah, Ted Eskay, mate, what an absolute myth of a footballer that bloke is. He's done absolutely fuck all, all the cost New South Wales a series. But I'll tell you what, thank fuck he was playing the other night against us. <laughs> hey, Teddy. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Retire. <laughs> Wait, that was disgraceful for him. Uh, Sebi Chris, mate, he put on an absolute exhibition. He showed Teddy up for the fraud he really is. I mean, if you didn't know anything about footing, someone told you there's two fullbacks out there. One of them's an all-time great and one of them's a centre-plane fullback. Who would you choose as the centre-plane fullback? That fucking fraud, Tedesco. He's an absolute joke giving away, sunshine. Yeah, and what about me boy Crocker? Absolute blinder, right? He did said he made Joey Manu look dead said average. He made him look ordinary, mate. That movie put on him and said I'm the first try. I mean, how good was that? No surprise, you know, if you look at the two on paper, it was always going to be a mismatch. I feared for Marnie before the game. Crocker was going to give him an absolute bath. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did, the great man. So much so, I think he was that good. Crocker for Origin 3. Let's get the campaign going. Now, what more can the bloke do? The series has fucking gone anyway. They've already filled the team with those city slicking lattes sipping wankers that are more worried about fucking Instagram and TikTok likes than getting out and winning a game of footy for their state. Let's get some fucking real blokes in here. Give Crocker a run. I don't give a fuck where it is if it's in the centres or fucking 5-8. Find a spot for the great man. Origin 3, Freddy. Here we go, green machine. I'm off to have another fucking VB.